0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new podcast of Two Costa Rica Real Talk, Two Costa Rica Real Estates podcast on all things real estate and Costa Rica. Today, we're joined by Rachel Canlip. How are you doing, here, Rachel?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I'm doing great as well. It's nice to finally have you in the podcast. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: So, well, we wanted to make the most out of your expertise and start talking about like country lifestyle in Costa Rica. Because when people come to Costa Rica or perhaps think about like what Costa Rica's life is about, usually perhaps they see more like a beach environment or like the kind of, like, ads done by, like, the National Institute of Tourism, that very, like, idealized version of the tropical jungle. But there are, like, a wide range of, like, possible lifestyles you can have here in Costa Rica. Uh, in terms of, like, country lifestyle itself, uh, how do, do do we understand, like, uh, country lifestyle? What are the kind of, like, the, like the middle ground between, like, the full, like, off-the-grid life with like some, like, conveniences as well? well?
1: I think that there's a lot of areas in Costa Rica that are countryside, and um, the majority of the country, actually, and there's a different type of lifestyle that you live when you live in the country. For me personally, it, I sought after more space to have because I have horses and I have four children. And so, mainly for the horses and the environment that um, horses bring into my life. Um, so, what I find is when I move to Sudacolón, which is a country suburb of San José, there it's a it's a big horse country. So there's a lot of different barns and environments, a lot of trails that you can ride in, um, and the town really caters to it being like an authentic Costa Rican town. So country lifestyle is really nice there because you don't have to live off grid. You don't have to live on these massive pieces of land, but you can have the country lifestyle and feel, but still be 20 minutes to Escazú on the highway, still be close enough to private schools for education for the children, and close enough to get on the highway to go down to the beach. So country lifestyle here is is really nice, especially in Ciudad Cologne, because if you, let's say you don't have horses but you like to live in the countryside you have mountain biking you have hiking trails you have so many different other options of ways to enjoy the countryside and because it's also mountainous you have a lot of hiking which we have like a group that lives in siakalon and is established in siakalon and they do hiking on full moons they do hiking on saturdays hiking on sundays and so you really become an active part of the community as well as far as mountain biking that's another huge thing that everyone from the city comes out to siakalon on the weekends to enjoy the countryside on their mountain bike. And because of the amount of trails and roads and last roads, which we're seeing less and less of because everything's being paved, you can really still find in Sioc So it's a really great blend for anybody that likes the country living. Um, If you like to have chickens and you like to have horses and you like to have a big garden, it's a perfect place to be because there's a lot of um, land that is catered to um, big lots so anywhere from like a quarter of an acre up you can also find several hectares at really affordable pricing and the weather is perfect we have three different rivers that run through ciudad Um people go swimming in them on the weekends it's it's just a really great lifestyle
0: the kind of uh, lifestyle people usually like idolize of costa rica is like the old like uh, countryside like the agricultural side of it as well uh, also like the big ranch lifestyle in the Blue Zone, like in Guanacaste. Like the amalgamation of the outdoors experience. Uh, how does like, the setting itself change the way of your the, like daily routine?
1: Well, the nice thing about Ciudad Colón is, is, like I mentioned before, is a very authentic Costa Rican town. We don't have any big food chains. Um, all the all the little restaurants are locally owned by people that live in the community um, give back to the community you can be in the grocery store and you're standing next to the owner of Conservatorium or Bistro 22 or Che Pizza, and we all live in the same community and have the same goals to be very community organized. So um, it's really nice. And then, especially with having like the farmers market there um, on Saturdays, and then we have another farmers market on Tuesdays. We also have an artisan fair on Fridays for the local artists. It really allows for a lot of authentic. Um, interaction with people that are foreigners and Costa Ricans. But the foreigners that are there are the ones that are really looking to, um, how do you say, like blend into the community, not just be in a group of foreigners where they don't speak the language or know the culture. They really blend in with the Costa Ricans. And it's a really nice blend of authenticity and foreign investment. And so for Sioux Cologne, that's a great attribute because you get the real Costa Rica of how it used to be probably I don't know maybe 20-30 years ago in Escazú or Belén or those other towns it still really has that feel to it and I think it hasn't been exploited a lot because there's only one way in and one way out pretty much and so it's a little bit off the beaten path but you're so close to the city so it, it allows you to be in that's kazoo in 20
0: minutes. Yeah, and that's also like an interesting aspect of like the countryside development, because as you mentioned, like usually the people that go to seek out this kind of lifestyle, they their their vision of development looking to savor like the essence of the setting itself. The focus on keeping like the cattle around, of like keeping like the mountain bike trails, of like that the authentic ranch experience is still almost like part of the identity of the setting. Uh, in Ciudad and also when you go to different like uh, con- uh, countryside like experiences here in Costa Rica so in a way it's like a bridge if you-, if you will between like the old lifestyle that so many people like cherish here with the- these new people like the growth of the country itself like uh, when new people coming and looking for this kind of experience
1: you get really great weather in Cialcologne. You don't have the humidity that you would have at the beaches. So for me personally, I love the weather. And at night it's super cool. And there and it's just, it's always sunny except in rainy season. And I think that having all those last stray roads everywhere, it's it, it leads to a slower pace of life. Mm-hmm. So for example, in the afternoons there we go out and we mountain bike and my daughter rides her horse and we go around our neighborhood and it's all we don't have to hit one paved road and that's something that's like really unique that you don't find in a lot of places so close to the city anymore and it is a super active town so you have all the amenities you need really high-end restaurants the farmers market like I mentioned before and a great city park so the park in the middle of the town actually is is beautiful they have sculptures they have events all the time we do movie nights on friday nights where the families can come and they put a big projector up so it really has like this family environment and that makes it really nice too
0: you, you briefly mentioned about the communal part of it If like being more spread out with lots being bigger and everything there's like, it feels like there's like a communal feel of people knowing each other, or like how it used to be like the kind of lifestyle before, right?
1: Absolutely. It, it's like stepping back in time. It really is. And it's really nice. And and I love that you can still tap into places like this and you don't have to be an hour away from the city or two hours away from the city. You're really, really centrally located and very close. And to me, I think that that is one of the biggest attributes of of Ciudad Cologne because you can have this lifestyle, but, you know, still go to entertainment such as movies or go to a high-end restaurant for dinner or go to the theater um hop on the highway and be at the beach in an hour and a half so so i think that it's a really special gem because of the location of where it is because it is so centrally located but you're not that far out but you feel like you are once you get there
0: and how does that uh, the setting itself how, do you think it also changes your way of relating to nature of like seeing also like how your kids were like uh brought up like how they see like the the environmental, perhaps like consciousness.
1: Yes, I definitely think so. I think that, you know, walking into town on the weekends and going to the farmer's market and then also, you know, coming home after the farmer's market on the weekends and going out hiking and going down to the river. I mean, that's how my kids grew up. They grew up hiking and going out on the mountain bike and going to the river. But as you know, when you have teenagers, they want to go, you know, to Multiplaza in the afternoon and go go be with their friends. So it was a really nice balance for kids. And that what I noticed also was the children that were, that were their friends that were raised metropolitan area, more that more condensed and in condominiums and things like that. Whenever they would come to our house, it would just like, wow, this is so this is so amazing. It's so natural. It's like being in a movie because you're you have we have monkeys we have deer we have foxes we have all the sloths we have like all the wildlife um they've just reintroduced the red macaws so those fly over our house so you really get the wild part of costa rica that i had at the beach also when i lived there so like last night we went running and there was a pisote and its baby and it ran across the street right in front of us and And it's just so beautiful because you have all the wildlife as well, too. And so when your kids grow up with that, it really makes them appreciate the nature and how to protect it. Our town is very um, organized with recycling. We have a recycling center right in, in town, and it's very proactive with all of that. So when your child is raised in that kind of an environment, they have more of a respect to maintain that and to keep it and to protect it as they get older as well.
0: There seems to be like a trend towards this kind of like more authentic lifestyle. Naturally, like the beach communities and like the jungle retreats and everything have always been like an integral part of Costa Rica. But this like the balance between not only being like an expat community, like this uh, cluster of people from the outside, but also like engaging with the local community because uh, Siuat Colón again is like, I don't know how you, would you describe it like demographically, like the division, but it seems to be like keep that uh, authentic, uh, local authenticity, like people from the Central Valley go there in like a weekend trip. They go to Amphitheatre La Villa. They go to like do mountain biking. So it keeps like the local essence alive as well. Would you say that? Yes,
1: absolutely. That's one of the biggest things about Ciudad Colón is that it's a huge tourist spot for locals more than it is for foreigners. We do have the amphitheater of Ciudad Colón in the rodeo, which we have the University of Peace. Um, they have a beautiful hiking trails through there, and uh, lots of lakes and different areas that you can go and picnic on the weekend and the majority of people that go and use these facilities are Costa Rican and they are local and so they escaped the city to come there on the weekends. There's Hacienda El Rodeo where they have the authentic little restaurant which is fabulous and has the bocas and it's been there since the 1800s and that area they've opened up a mountain bike park And then also they have, it's like the main spot for mountain bikers in Costa Rica, in the metropolitan area. And so on the weekends, it's just, it's packed. It's packed with people visiting and they're all, I would say 80 to 20%, 80% being Costa Rican that come in. And so it's a really nice, you really feel like you're in Costa Rica. I mean, the authenticity is amazing and, and it and it's a really beautiful blend.
0: Taking the decision to go and live there, like what, are perhaps like the main things that someone has to take into account when they like go there on a weekend and like they just love everything about there. What perhaps like the first things they should like take into account?
1: Okay, so one of the one of the things about Saar Cologne is that it is kind of off the beaten path, right? So if you're going to move to Saar Cologne. Uh, the beauty of Siacolón is you can live in an independent home. It's a very safe community and for many years it was the safest canton in all of Central America. So a lot of people have independent homes which is which is very different than Santa Ana or Escazú or in a condominium with, with rules and regulations and amenities. Siacolón caters more to the independent living style. So, you, if you are fine with living but without a guard and living on your own, it's a very safe community to have that, um, and and that makes it very attractive. Now, if you have to commute every day, it's probably not the ideal place to live because there can be heavy traffic coming in and out, and that can um you know kind of put a damper on on things for you if you have to sit in traffic because Seattle alone cologne has become so popular over the last 15 years that i've been there i've seen an increase of traffic coming in and out um but if you don't have to commute at rush hour traffic, it is the ideal place to live so when people are looking to purchase there that's one of the first things i say to them do you have to commute if you do, okay, we'll have to put you closer to the exit of Ciudad Cologne, closer towards, which is now Brazil, the Moro Santana, mm-hmm. um, so that you're not, you're not sitting in a ton of traffic. So because of the popularity of the authenticity and the prices, the prices are much better in Ciudad Cologne as well for land and homes compared to santana and and escazu um, the closer you get to the city it, it has become a very popular destination but if you do have to commute it, it's something that I always tell people when they come to purchase they need to take that in into consideration and play it in mind
0: and in terms of the kind of the developments, perhaps, or not really like developments, how, how is the like a, perhaps like a very general overview of like at Ciudad, and so Ciudad Cologne? So Ciudad Cologne
1: has a really great like span of listings. So you can buy something there as a first-time homeowner for 150000 in a gated community with amenities, townhomes. So those are three bedrooms, two and a half baths. You have a little yard. You have great amenities. You're behind a guard. You... The communities are full of parents. All the schools buses come in there and pick up the kids in the morning and take them out. Um, and then you go all the way up to we have some listings in Soquel that are up to six million dollars. So you have a very big span of of pricing that you can fit into any any budget. So it's really nice. And and a lot of those homes, let's say the really high end ones, for example, I have a couple that are million dollars plus. Um, all the way up to the six, And those are independent homes, which is, is really nice to see. So you have, um, super, super high end and you have middle class. And so it's, it's a really great distribution of wealth that goes into the community. And everyone lives super nice and, and side by side together. And, and that's a real beauty of Seattle. Cologne.
0: And perhaps uh, before we round up the podcast, I wanted to ask you about like, the kind of like profile from what you've seen, like the people that moved to Ciudad Cologne, would you say a little more, more like family-focused kind of environment?
1: I don't think that there's a, a, a specific like age group. It's very blended. For example, the last few homes that I sold in there that were the higher-end homes were all retired people that love Ciudad Cologne for the authenticity of the town and the farmer's market and how nice the people are. Um, and then you get a lot of younger families that are moving there that can that can afford a nicer home and a bigger yard that they probably couldn't afford in other locations um, and want the lifestyle of Sioux Cologne. so I think it's very blended um, there's not really a demographic of retired or young couple it's it's really well mixed.
0: It seems to be like in terms of like the development of the Central Valley how many people are like going to Perhaps west and, and even further west in one instance because there's like it's more affordable, but also because uh, there they can envision like a bigger lot as you mentioned, uh, perhaps a bigger house like the and also like that that middle ground as you mentioned as well with uh, with the coast. How, how usually is it for like to just like go in the car and or even the bus and just like do like a weekend getaway to like uh, Central Pacific?
1: Yeah, it's super easy, and there's and the beauty of Culebra Alcalón, too is there's two routes. So for example. Um, if you're just going to drop into Jaco, let's say, or go up to Guanacaste, you would just zip out of Ciacolon, get on the 27, and head out. There's a beautiful new road that they do. It's not new. It's an old road, but they have paved it, and it's amazing. And you leave Ciacolon and you head up to Puriscal, and that road will take you down to Chiris, and it drops you right right off outside of Parita. And it's actually faster to get to Manuel Antonio, and Parita, and Palo Seco, and Capos and Dominical, going that road. There's only a small section of it that is not paved, but it's really well graded. And so when I go to the beach, and I go to Manuel Antonio, Estudios, or Parita, or any of those areas, I, I take that road out of Ciudad Colón. So it's really nice, especially when you're coming back from the beaches on heavy weekends, and people are sitting in traffic. For example, I, I did it two weekends ago with a girlfriend, I said, follow us. She's like, no, 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 I'm going to go the 27. It's so much faster. She got home two hours after us. That access and, and the government putting the money into the infrastructure on that road has really helped so much opening up different Areas for us to like travel on the weekends and get there fast and get home faster
0: Yeah, and actually now that you mentioned like the development of this road also like the link with uh, Puriscal Which in, in and of itself is like a very scenic kind of like a uh, oh, little beautiful. town
1: beautiful. You drive by the Carrara National Forest and it's absolutely amazing I mean the wildlife you see and the sunsets and the, and the mountain views is it's just breathtaking It's amazing. It's like when I first came to Costa Rica, I did that that road by accident, (laughs) and it took us a long, long, long time, but I remember it being one of the reasons why I fell in love with Costa Rica, because the scenery is amazing and beautiful, and it's just, you take your time, but you get there faster.
0: What are your favorite things in your daily routine that make you think like, yeah, I took the right decision, like living here, like embracing this kind of lifestyle?
1: Oh, when I get up in the morning, and I just wake up and drink my coffee and look outside my window, And I'm making my coffee. I just feel like the luckiest person in the world. It's so beautiful. The trees, because Sioclon, I think, is one of the towns in this country that has some of the oldest preserved trees all over the place. So we have, like, especially on summer when I go running through the streets in Sioclon because I love to run and hike. And you see the Cortez Amarillo, you see the Lluvia de Oro, you see the Malinche, you see the Roble Sabana. It's just so breathtaking and so amazing. And the Ceibas that are there with the Oro hanging from there. I think that when I do my morning runs and I see all these trees and the nature around me and the macaws flying over and the monkeys in the trees... I just, I feel like I'm in heaven and it's just amazing. And that's that's the highlight of why I live in Siakalang.
0: And those are some great closing words. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rachel. For, thank you. Uh, Come uh, visit you. again. <laughs>
1: again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, definitely. Well, with this speech, uh, I'm forced still basically. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks again, Rachel. And to anyone listening, if they want to know more about like the kind of content we do here at Tukester Real Talk, uh, you can uh, listen to all our previous podcasts on your favorite uh, podcast platform or streaming platform. And you can keep up to date with what we're doing in the podcast and, and all our different like uh, social media output on uh, Tukester Real Estate. Thanks again.